Hi everyone, welcome back. How's everyone doing? Or should I say, how you doing? Because that's the name of the show. How you doing? A podcast about friends. I am Justin. I am here with my wife, Candace. Hi everyone. Hi everyone, indeed. Um, thank you for listening, first of all. Uh, I My wife pointed out that we have a few listeners that aren't just close friends that we paid to listen to. So that's always a good feeling, knowing someone's actually listening to this. So I want to say thank you for listening and keep listening. That's what keeps us going, is knowing that there's people actually enjoying this. Uh, Don't forget to check out our Instagram at HowYouDoingPod. Answer the questions that we have each week. and Trivia. Trivia, yeah. Also, I was going to say, yeah, uh, if you have any suggestions uh, for the show, if we're doing anything that annoys you, like me saying, uh, all the time, I don't even notice I do it, but, you know, if you have feedback or something you would want to hear on the show or something we are doing that you don't want to hear, uh, anything like that is appreciated. Let us know what you think, because that'll help us, too. Doesn't mean we'll listen, but we'll at least read it. I will listen. <laughs> you are a bitch. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, this episode is the one with the sonogram at the end. Episode two. Our episode three, Friends episode two. Uh, but before I get into the basic plot and everything of the episode, my wife has a correction about our last episode with... Something about Phoebe in them. So it was brought to my attention that Phoebe did not play the bongos, even though we said she did. I I thought she did. That's my bad. And that might have been because during the, when you were reading up on it, it said that she had wanted to play bongos. Yeah, that's why we mentioned it, because we were saying that she. Right. But she actually played the snare drum in one of the episodes, which are not bongos. No, not Um, at all. So this correction was brought to you by my favorite friend, Pip. Just want to make sure that we got that correct. Not that she didn't tell us, but she's not your friend. She is too. She's my only friend. friend. She's not my friend. She's my friend. She's listening to this. Anyway. So yeah, that's. Thank you for the correction. So real quick, just to remind everyone of what the episode is about. Uh, one with the sonogram at the end obviously gives you a hint. It's about where Ross, well, the the booklet uh, that comes with the DVD season one says Ross finds out his estranged lesbian wife and her girlfriend are going to have his baby. So basically, right, what Ross just finds out she's Carol's pregnant, uh, and then we get a scene with Susan and they're discussing the baby's name and things like that. Um, the baby's last name. And then Rachel, so also in this episode, Rachel is worried about giving the ring back to Barry um, after she obviously ran out on him. At the altar, she loses the ring, I think, briefly, and then finds it and then is worried about having to give it back and it being awkward. And Monica is freaking out because her parents are coming over, Jack and Judy, uh, come over is the first time we see them it's the first time we see a lot of people in this episode i noticed also i noticed that it's similar to the first episode where chandler joey and phoebe are just kind of there they don't really have much to do with you know if you ask me oh so what happens with joey in this episode nothing nothing he just kind of is there 
and he makes some Joey comments and which is fine. I still like the characters. I'm glad they're there. It's just the plot revolves around mostly Ross and Rachel. It's, it's a cup of Ross and a cup of Rachel with half a cup of Monica sprinkled on top with, with Joey and Phoebe and Chandler. So yeah, uh, now personal comments I have on the episode. First of all, like I said, it's a lot of firsts. It's the first time we see Jack and Judy. It's the first time they mention Ugly Naked Guy. Yep. It's the first time we see Carol and Susan. Yep. Um, Carol is played by a different actress, though. Yes. Which is funny, because normally when you switch actors or actresses, people are like, I don't like the new one, but this is the opposite. I don't like the original, mostly because I think she's just in one episode. Yeah, she's only in that episode. And I'm so used to Carol as the other actress. Right. I don't remember. I actually I looked up the the one actress's name. The funny thing about the actress who originally played Carol is... An- she, Anita Barone. Yes, Anita Barone. She only did the one episode Mm -hmm. because she had the opportunity for a recurring role on a different tv show that ended up getting canceled after six episodes oh i think you had told me this before yep so if you look her up on imdb you see all of her everything she did most of it was made for tv or like just a tv show made for tv movies and And did you say it's like one yeah one episode or just one (laughs) That's her. Yeah, that's her mo, I guess. Too bad, so sad. Right, and like she did okay. I mean, yeah. she did, you know. But I, when I see, it's like that typical when they switch actors, and you're like, you're not so and so. That's how I feel when I watch this episode. It's like you're not Carol. You're not the same. You're not the same. You're not the same. <laughs> Thank you. Hugsy. Hugsy. Uh, we also. This is the first time. Uh, w- there's. Uh, what's his name? Gunther. But he doesn't talk. No, nope, he's just in him. the background. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be honest. I didn't notice it, but I was looking up stuff on this episode and I was like, oh, really? Gunther was in it. So first, first time for a lot of that. A lot of those people, all those people. Uh, there's a scene where they're in the coffee shop and it's closed. I forgot Rachel worked there when we were watching it. I'm like, why are they in there when it's closed? They can't do that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, Derp. Also, there's a there's a a thing that Ross says in this episode that I don't get it. Maybe this is a reference to some old TV show, but when they're talking about Monica's parents coming over and Ross's yeah. parents, he says something like, "These people are pros. They know what they're doing. They take their time and they get the job done." The way he delivers it and the audience kind of laughs, I feel like it's a reference to something i hope it is because on its own that's it's not funny true so when i watched that i was like is that from something so you can look that up and we, oh. you can tell me that in the next episode thanks i get more homework yeah Woo. not a problem <laughs> uh also speaking of like old references chandler makes a joke that i find funny it's some when they say something about so-and-so is in the kitchen and he's like with dinah Yes, and I laugh because someone's in the kitchen with Dinah. Mm-hmm. I don't think young people would get that right joke right. or that reference. Uh, also, 
there was a scene that you pointed this out where Monica and Ross are standing next to each other. Yes. And you can tell they're siblings. You can. They the have they... that chemistry where mm. a lot of people who play brother and sister don't really like click. They're just, you can tell that the characters are just. They are because the show tells you they're brothers and sisters. Yes. But the chemistry between Ross and Monica. In this episode, especially like very, that, that scene when they're. Very Talking much about. brother and sister. Yeah. Picking on each other a little bit here and there, but like also supporting each other. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yep. So yeah, I think that's one thing I noticed about this episode. Um, also with Monica and Ross's parents, this is kind of where they first introduced the idea of them being critical of Monica. And that's why she's freaking out and how they're always putting Ross up on a pedestal. And the thing that I noticed, and I suppose, I don't think this is so much this in the later episodes but monica's mom well they're monica, monica and ross's mom mm -hmm. really seems like she's a bitch yeah like she seems like she's saying these things purposefully to hurt monica to hurt monica um where jack seems like he's just trying to like make her feel better but it's having the opposite effect right he seems like he's sincerely trying to make her feel better right because he says something about how when she was younger and she was chubby and clearly as he's saying it we're laughing because she's just feeling worse about it mm -hmm. but i feel like he's he's trying to help trying her. to help but, but not in a dad way he's yeah. not realizing that he's not helping and he just keeps going and going and she's like just stop talking yeah yeah but judy and, is right she seems like very she's, critical yeah like she's specifically trying to cut monica down she wants monica to be perfect and yeah like monica cannot whatever monica does is not good enough for her but ross can do no wrong exactly oh wait was it ross was a medical marvel he was a or medical marvel I was okay. going to say Miracle, but no, Marvel was the correct word. Maybe Miracle. No, anyway. I, I'm pretty sure I think you're right with Marvel. Because didn't they think Judy was barren or something? And I think so. Yeah. It's like, they say that in a later episode. Whatever. And as the show goes on, I think Judy keeps, like, she gets a little more mellow mm -hmm. in but later episodes. But she's always more strict on Monica than she is. Yeah. Ross. Yeah. And I, I love Jack. Jack is funny. Just his, I don't know, his he random... He has no filter. No, that's exactly. And he says the weirdest, but they're like dad things. Yes. The things dads notice. And I like his character as well written. I love Judy and Jack. Any episode they're in is great. All the episodes are great. Uh, I also noticed there's a scene where Ross is talking to Rachel about the ring situation and he says something about try not to look too terrific. I know that will be hard. Oh yeah. And that's another sign. I, I, I noticed these signs that I'm like, how did Rachel, I talked about this in the first episode. Right. How did Rachel not realize he still has a thing for her? She didn't want to realize like it. this. Every episode, I bet you that right. we're going to watch. She didn't realize it in this little... one specifically because she was so stressed because number one, she had to give Barry his ring back and the last time she seen him was when she left him at the, at altar. the altar. Right. And number two is she lost the ring while she was helping Monica make lasagna for her parents for 
Monica and Ross's parents. Yep. So then they had to destroy the lasagna. Oh, yeah. And so it made Monica have to make a really easy, simple dinner and nothing to impress her mom like she really wanted to. So Rachel was, she was really focusing on herself and how she was going to handle the Barry situation. She thought it was going to be really awkward. Yeah. Right. So that's, I think, why she wasn't paying attention to Ross. And But she did take his words to heart, though. If you notice, she showed up to give the ring back and her hair was pulled in a ponytail. She had her sweater around her waist. She looked really casual. Oh, about looking terrific? Yeah. And then when she saw how not awkward this was because Barry was himself distracted with how great his life had been since she left him. She took her hair out of the ponytail. She fluffed up all her curls and she made herself look, I mean, she couldn't do a whole heck of a lot, but she did. She made herself more presentable and she was putting lipstick on when, or lip gloss on when he came back in the room. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I I just noticed it as a, another, how did you not realize Ross? Exactly. What well, we're saying when you're do. when you're self-centered, it's kind of hard. She is still like that a little bit in the first season. Yeah, I do have a little bit of experience with the awkwardness of returning a ring after a failed <laughs> marriage, wedding slash whatever relationship. Yeah. All right, do tell. Um, I did return the ring from my first marriage. But I couldn't bring myself to give it to him directly, so I just gave it to his mom. This is just so much. Mm, it was just so much easier. Less than giving it to him, though. Yeah, it's still awkward. I mean, at least you didn't like just drive by and throw in the yard. No, goodness, no. That's what I would have done. <laughs> I don't like confrontation. No, I, I mean, just drove by and winged it and then sent a text but back then i don't know we had do we have text back then no didn't have before text text. yeah could have sent it to the uh pager maybe (laughs) right i think left a letter in the mailbox i think maybe old 10 key or whatever the nokia's cell phones oh yeah yeah t9 is that what they called it yeah yeah i think those were out flip phones yeah that sounds about right but, hey, I, I went through with the wedding. I just was a sucky wife. Hopefully I learned. Right, honey? I'm not going to. Oh! So, <laughs> uh, moving on. <laughs> I hate Barry and I hate Susan. I think I hate Susan more. First, Why do you hate Barry? I hate Barry because he's, like, I don't understand how Rachel could ever be with him. Other than Gold Digger. I'm sorry, Rachel. Yeah. yeah. No, I but like, you know, agree. Past Rachel, I could see Gold Digger. But like, he's, I don't think he's that attractive. Or interesting. I don't think he's interesting. He's annoying. He, he admits that he went on the honeymoon with Mindy. Yep. To Aruba. Like, you, you clearly didn't love her that much. I right. mean, I'm sure you were hurt. But still, I, I wouldn't, you know... Right. You you are going to marry someone and they leave you and I'm sure you're upset. But then like you go off with the and like it the vibe I got was that he went off and enjoyed himself. Oh, yeah. Well, what about when Ross and Emily didn't work out and 
Ross tells Emily, I'm going to meet you at the airport. I'm going to be there. You need to show up so we can make this work. And then Rachel shows up and he's going to go on his honeymoon with Rachel. But then Emily shows up and he ditches Rachel and yeah. Rachel goes to By Greece. Herself. Yeah. Miss Geller, why you cry? <laughs> but Ross and Rachel are supposed to be together. So that's oh. okay. Okay. I see. I see. Anyway. But that's the thing is like he very seemed like he enjoyed himself with Mindy. Mm-hmm. You know, like he went and. He must have they ended up getting married. Right. So I just don't like Barry. But I, I don't. I hate Susan also because I saw another guy on YouTube talking about this somewhat recently. But he was pointing out, and he's right, that Susan is always rubbing their relationship in Ross's face. She's yeah. always snarky to Ross. Right. She's always, you know what I mean? And like, there are some episodes where they get along and I don't mind Susan, but you know, nine out of 10 episodes with Susan, I just want to punch her in the face. Right. Sorry, not sorry. She definitely has a chip on her shoulder when it comes to him. Yeah. And I think, okay, you took her away from the marriage. So I would think you would be a little bit nicer to him. Right. I like think they're they're putting they're putting in the nineties, they're putting that lesbian persona in more of a in your face type yeah. of and I don't think that that's how they are. Well, I mean that's the thing is like I don't I like Ross, and mm-hmm. so the fact that you know he's like resentful toward her because of what happened, I understand that, but I just feel like like they still could have written her to try to, you know... Be nicer. Right. To try to, like, okay, Ross, let's be friends. Let's... And I think in some episodes she kind of does it. But most of the time it feels like she's, you know... She does. She rubs her relationship in his face. Yeah. Like, she's just a smartass toward him. And I'm like, why are you so... You know, you already took Carol away from him. But if you notice, when... Because she is so snarky and everything with him... They flow so well together in that scene when they are in the hospital room and they're right before they find out um, the baby's heart and see the sonogram and, or, you know, the ultrasound and everything. Yeah, yeah. When they're interacting with each other, Ross and Susan, Susan. are giving and taking right, like there is, well, they yeah, do not the di- miss a beat. Right. It's the dialogue. Good. Yeah. It's, it's well written and well acted. Yeah. And you're right that they flow well together with all that. But I just, I just can't, like, I just want to slap her in the face. So, like, the name, (laughs) the baby's name. Minnie? As in mouse? (laughs) Uh, No, but, like, when they're talking about the The last last name. name. And they want it to be... Willick Bunch Willick. They wanted it to be Willick Bunch. Oh, yeah, they didn't want Geller. They didn't even talk about Geller. And, like, he's the baby's father. Right. I'm sorry, but no, he's the father. You have to... Geller should be in there somewhere. And then she's like, oh, you're not suggesting... Willick Bunch Geller. Bunch Geller. I think that borders on child abuse. Like, I... No offense to anyone. The baby should have either Ross's name... Or Carol's name, or like a combination of the two. I get it, I get it, but you're not this, being inclusive enough, love. It, this just, 
I just don't like how she's like trying to push him out. Like you're not part of this. I think it would have been even if they do a hyphenated a, all three of them. Right. At least that's including everyone. But I she, think it would have been a better conversation, but not good for the show. It would have been a better better con- conversation for them together if it was brought in a way that they could calmly sit down and talk about it like how should we do this last name but that would be like a real life scenario well, i right. know that they couldn't do that because it wouldn't well, be this comedic. Was more entertaining yeah exactly yeah it's more comedic but i just don't I like it. that she's trying to push ross out of the equation right altogether like but she does warm up and you know in later episodes they do well, yeah yeah and things get better and she becomes somewhat likable later on and maybe for the most part i don't like right maybe they did this because they weren't sure how much they were going to have her in the rest of the the series or seasons well that's true you know so maybe they just wanted her to be an unlikable character because you're supposed to like ross and this kind of endears you more to him well yeah but i also feel like they intended on people liking susan even though she's snarky, I think they wanted people to like like her snarky attitude, but mm-hmm. it had the opposite effect on me. Right. Just because of how she treats him. It has nothing to do with anything else, just how she treats Ross. And Right. Yeah. Now, the trivia I have is not a lot, but I have a few things that I found interesting about this episode. On the... The loudspeaker, when they're in the dental office, mm-hmm. um, on the loudspeaker, they say something about Jason Greenspan. Mm-hmm. Paging, there's, you know, Jason Greenspan. I don't know exactly what they say. They mentioned Jason Greenspan. Apparently, that's Jason Alexander's real name. Oh. So I don't know if he knows someone that produces the show or if they just wanted to throw that in because. I don't know. That's but, interesting. Yeah. Wait, in the orthodontist office? Yeah, yeah, the orthodontist Wasn't office. it because so-and-so was choking? Uh, that could Jason be. Greenspan is choking. Maybe that's it. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. And Farber, Jason Greenspan is choking. Yeah. There you go. And that's Jason Alexander's real name. That is interesting. Interesting. Um, also... I think that's more interesting than the whole entire show. What do you mean? What show is Jason Alexander from? Seinfeld? Yes. I think that one tidbit of information is more exciting than the whole I've Seinfeld show. I've never seen Seinfeld. You're not missing anything. I I think I would like it. Next topic. Uh, I already mentioned Gunther was in it. Did you know? Yes, you knew this. That he had he dyed his hair. His hair is like brown. He did dye his hair. Yes. What's his name? Gunther. Michael Central Perk. <laughs> Gunther Central Perk. Yes, that is his name. His name is Michael. You Michael are Michael right. Tyler. More no. <laughs> Michael James Tyler. Michael James Tyler. Right? That's yes. right. Yeah. I remember it was like three first names. Yes. And he did dye his hair for the duration of the show. Yeah. Even though he had brown hair. Yeah. A I little that tidbit that doesn't have to do with friends, but something okay. along those lines. The actress from NCIS. Yeah. Um, oh, the 
Abby. Abby. The goth girl. Yep. She has blonde hair and she had to dye her hair black for the entire series. She ended that. up dyeing it so much that she ended up becoming allergic to the dye. And towards the end parts, the end or later seasons, mm -hmm. she had to put like this, just like a spray in instead of dyeing it. Yeah. I cannot see her as a blonde. I can't either just because of how... The character, like, defines the actress well, right now. Yeah, exactly. Because she's goth and everyone knows her as with the black hair. As the character, I yeah. I can't picture her. And Even I, if I looked up a picture, I'd be like, well, that's not right. Yeah, and if I saw Michael like with brown, brown hair, hair, yeah, no. No thanks. Even though, like, when I first started watching the show, his hair is so, it like, it didn't look natural to mm -hmm. me. Because it was so bright. Right. But now that I'm used to it, like you said, if I saw his natural hair color, I'd be like, what's wrong with it? Why is his hair so dark? Yeah. That's not right. Uh, apparently, Courtney Cox and Christina Pickles, which is Judy Geller, obviously, um, were both in Masters of the Universe before this. Wasn't that a movie? I'm a, yeah. Yes. He-Man, I'm guessing, right? That's Masters of the Universe. I think I'll have more homework to look up. Yeah. Look that know. up. It's just the thing when I was looking it up, it just said they were both in masters of the universe, which I mean, <laughs> that's interesting that they it's gotta be acted together. That's, yeah. And they were also in family ties. Okay. Probably as like guest roles or whatever, but it said they were both in family ties. Uh, also first, I forgot to mention, this is the first time they mentioned Ursula. Oh, Phoebe's the twin twin. And the last thing I have is at the end of the episode when Rachel's leaving the message for Barry about mm -hmm. he and Mindy went to Aruba or wherever they went. Yep. And she said, if you guys end up, I hope they get your, the kids get your hair and Mindy's nose. Your old hairline and, and Mindy's, Mindy's old, old nose. nose. Yeah. And Later on in the episode with the evil orthodontist, mm -hmm. the one with the evil orthodontist, Mindy is played by Jennifer Grey, who, oh, who, who had a nose job, who apparently had a nose job and said that it ruined her career after, because after Dirty Dancing, I guess she got, she got the nose, the nose job, job after and Dirty she said Dancing. that ruined her career. Yeah. And she played Mindy and I didn't know that. That's so really funny. That's interesting too. So, yeah. Do you have anything else? Not for this time. Okay. Okay. Uh, trivia time, or as we call it. They don't know that we know they know we know. There you go. Uh, the answer to last episode's question. The question was, what Warner Brothers character appears on Joey's couch? And it is... Marvin the Martian. Marvin the Martian. Uh, the funny thing is, is we looked up this question and answer, and then we immediately try to find out where it was when we see that what season, what episode. And I couldn't find it. I just looked up, you know, couch Joey's couch images, and like nothing had Marvin the Martian, and I'm like, this isn't correct. But then, and I thought, okay, they said Joey's couch. So did they mean when? Joey moved out the first time from Chandler's when he got that. When he has his own place. Yes. So I was looking online for pictures of Joey's soap opera 
apartment. Yeah. Is not, not in that. there. It's 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 later. It's his and Chandler's. Yeah, his and Chandler's old apartment, but it's old, when yeah. Joey is living with Rachel. With Rachel. So and it was in the which episode? Season seven, episode thirteen, the one where Rosita dies. So there you go. Yes. That's the answer. However, the all-time favorite scene, I mean, that that whole episode has some really great lines That's in it. That's one of my favorite episodes. Um, Like, when Chandler finds out that uh, Rosita is broken, Chandler puts Rosita back together and he tells Stevie that he wasn't there. Stevie, Stevie. TV. Yeah, yeah, he's like, Stevie, you didn't see anything. Yeah. I was never here. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. So, But anyway... The best part is when Rachel, right before she breaks it, she's trying to pull the chair backwards. To move it, yeah. To move it, and it, and it breaks. Yeah, that's, And she falls on her that's butt. How, that's how Rosita dies. Yep. She falls on her butt, and she just <laughs> looks at the chair, and she goes, you, you bitch. bitch. Yep. <laughs> that is a great episode. <laughs> that is my all-time favorite part of that Good show. Good thing I got episode. the new chair to get me through this difficult time of my life. <laughs> <laughs> when they get the new fancy chair and joey yeah. wants it <laughs> i love joey so yeah that was last week's trivia question what's this and i almost was like but there's been different characters but it was warner brothers character warner brothers so yeah. that's that's i think that's the only and marvin the martian is sitting right next to hugsy so if yeah. you ever get a chance to season seven episode 13 hugsy is also in an episode of boy meets world Oh, I did not know I that. I was watching an episode. It's a later one where after Topanga and Corey are married and in the background, it's just it's Hugsy. I pause it and I'm like, why do they have Hugsy? <laughs> they stole him. They stole him. So the trivia question for this episode is, what soda company did the show do a promotion with? Oh, wait. Should you so rephrase that for people company? who live in Minnesota? What pop company? What pop company? we're from minnesota and i say soda it changes i'll say pop one day i'll say soda you say it because i say soda i grew up in new york and that's what we call it and some days i say it because of stewie mm. do you want a soda i see so the world doesn't revolve around me so thanks for listening uh we really do appreciate it it's great to know that we have listeners. Hopefully we'll get more. Uh, again, if you have suggestions or comments or anything, put them on Instagram. How you doing pod? One word. Next episode is? The one with the thumb. That's a good one. It's like a little hitchhiker. All right. So thanks for listening again. Uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Until then. We'll try to keep it down. See you, pals.